Welcome to Midnight Waves, episode 51 for Monday, August 24th, 2020. My name is Chris. And my name is John. This week we review new albums from Nas and Bright Eyes, two new songs from Father John Misty, and a new collaboration between Pharrell and Jay-Z. Welcome back Indeed. to the show. Yep. Thanks yeah. for joining us again. Episode of 51. That's right. Wow. Across that milestone. We have. Thanks for being there for us. Yes. Thanks for the support and yes. the feedback and the spreading the word to all your stream friends. of emails and exactly. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Can't even keep up with these emails coming in. <laughs> well, Just, yeah. you know. But please keep them coming. Indeed. Because we are looking for some good ones. But, well, yeah. We don't need any of those, like, I love you guys ones. It's obvious, right? Well, yeah. <laughs> well, they, hate, they get the hate as well. The hate mail. Like, why don't you like Billie Eilish? It's like, she's shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know. Yeah. She is shit, though. She is. But I, that... saw, I, I saw actually on Instagram Ooh. last night, I saw this... Uh, as we've mentioned on the show before, I am a, what they call a sneakerhead. I I like and collect sneakers. You certainly do. And so I follow several sneaker-related accounts on Instagram. And one of the one of those accounts posted this picture of Billie Eilish from there's there's like a YouTube series where um, so like celebrities go to this big sneaker store in New York. I yeah. forgot the name of the store now. Oops, and they talk about the kind of sneakers they like and blah, blah 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 and then they like buy some stuff that that store always has like tons of rare stuff and okay and uh they were making fun of billy eilish because she went on there and she was talking about how she likes to be different and not follow trends and then she oh, bought okay. three pairs of off-white nikes which are like the most expensive and most like obvious hyped okay. obvious sneakers sure. anyone with money would buy if they didn't have them and it's just like one of the comment i read a comment was like who gives a fuck what this silly cunt thinks for music <laughs> shit oh really <laughs> and, yeah that's what the it wasn't your comment then. it wasn't oh, okay. no. i did like it though yeah. oh, but i thought oh should least, have retweeted at least it's not just around. me <laughs> yeah well yeah of course no, you, know, I mean, you know we've said it before she's not like she's terrible she's got an okay voice but just the music sucks uh but yeah. what didn't suck was that song we just heard classic i was gonna i was hoping you'd mentioned that oh I forgot the right name so i forgot to mention that was of course maybach music 2 by rick ross featuring right. kanye west uh, um, Lil wayne oh and yeah t-pain yes absolutely awesome great song. luxury hip-hop you called you told me it was a luxury that. rap oh I sorry guess. luxury rap yeah. yeah that's awesome music love it yeah love rick ross unapologetically don't care if most of his songs are about being a drug dealer or being rich or both <laughs> or having machine guns yes. <laughs> machine guns yes. does he go around it's like well he owns some I assume yeah. doesn't go around that spraying people with them oh yeah I guess he has people who would do, to do that, that for him. if needed yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God. 
it's amazing how a lot of these rappers are even alive. I guess you know these days. I guess they have so much money and protection. They can. They can Rick uh, was was yeah. uh, one of his cars was shot up by a machine gun a few years back. Really? In New York. I assume he wasn't in it. He wasn't. He was in it. But escaped any bulletproof any bullet holes. Yeah. I guess, and he also was uh, went to court for a while for uh, beating his groundskeeper with a pistol. <laughs> oh, like a pistol whip. He pistol whipped his his gardener. What? Yeah. How would that have happened? Like I That's told you to cut that grass short, brother. <laughs> it's like what? Apologise for the terrible imp- impression. Impersonation. <laughs> yeah, especially, especially doing Rick Ross, who's one of the deepest voices you'll ever hey, brother. <laughs> like. Oh, what's his name? Um, uh, bloody hell, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's his name? The guy with a super, uh, super deep voice we covered before from the 60s. And say, uh, not Vandross. Ah, uh, bloody hell. Oh, oh, bloody hell, that's oh, embarrassing. That is huge. Barry White? Of course, Barry yeah. White. I told you, brother. Rick Rose is not that deep. <laughs> but. Okay. Anyway, yeah, but he certainly had yeah. some violence there. Yeah. What are you going to do? Yes, Sometimes exactly. you might need to pistol whip somebody who you employ. <laughs> as long as you apologize and uh, pay for any hospital fees. I mean, well, I mean, he went to court. And oh, well, you know, pay for those, all that stuff as well. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I mean, you know, which, who hasn't? Who hasn't gone to court for... <laughs> beating someone senseless with the, <laughs> the handle of a firearm well I mean I don't know anyone who hasn't really right. I just, it's one of those obvious reasons to go to court JC went to court for stabbing that guy oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know comes with the territory yeah sometimes you're gonna stab <laughs> get the old stabbing <laughs> I mean, if you live in England now, if you live in London, probably seems second oh, nature. Oh, that, that came full circle, didn't it? Oh, it's <laughs> insane. Like, every day there's like a new stabbing in London. Like literally, if you look in the news, you search like search London stabbings and almost every every day, certainly every week, you have a new new case. Yeah. It's they like a fucking war zone. Love their stabbings. Yeah. yeah. What's wrong with the people? Though? It's like the old, old Chris Rock show bit, the mm. Toys for Knives campaign. Oh, yeah. I mean, he did a PSA as like the police, you know. They they in the, in the US they did toys for guns. Yeah. Well, it was guns for knives. He goes because anyone can pull the trigger. It takes a real man to stab. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> oh God. Ah <laughs> oh, dear. You got to really want to kill somebody to stab them to death. Let's oh, face it. Well, yeah, I imagine yeah. there's a lot of uh, aggression in that. Yeah. In that, you know. Movement. I feel like as soon as that knife's got in, you, most people should be thinking, "What the hell have I done?" Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh no. To hold it in the first place is one thing. To actually put it into someone's, I imagine, we put it in someone's body would be another thing. It would definitely. It would. I mean, I've thought about throwing objects at people. Hmm. Well, I mean, you know. Of course. There are moments people have, but it's actually. Yeah, well, this is. I mean, if like, I was going to choose how yeah. to kill somebody, I would definitely go gun over knife. <laughs> yeah, right. there's less contact. Yeah, I don't want to be like washing somebody's blood off my exactly. hands. Yeah, yeah. Isn't this usually like end of the episode conversation? <laughs> yeah, sorry about that, listeners. <laughs> the reason is there's no music news. There is absolutely no music news. <laughs> there's it's nothing there's going like on. A few dead people and. <laughs> A few murders, maybe. No, 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 you know, just a few deaths. A few people yeah. have died, and like, what? 
Kendrick Lamar's narrating something for Kobe Bryant okay. and Travis Scott saw Tenant. <laughs> so Already? Like, Lucky bastard. Yeah. And uh, that's about it, yeah. I guess. Oh, fuck the news. <laughs> Let's get into the reviews. Did that rhyme? It did kind of. Awesome. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Maybe I should put out a hip-hop album. I really think... But, but think somebody it. who did put out a hip-hop album this week yeah. is a legend... Legendary Nas. Yes. Nasty Nas. Nastradamus. I didn't know he had those nicknames as well. Yeah, unfortunately. So. <laughs> Nastradamus is kind of lame. I was like, his third album is called Nastradamus. Oh, no. But, yeah, that was also possibly his worst album. Well, it figures. Yeah. But anyway, he put out a new album suddenly. Yeah. Much to the delight of us because we didn't know what to review this week and then suddenly Nas comes out of nowhere with his new album King's Disease okay let's give something from that a poke hello ladies and gentlemen The fade famous, the chain famous, QB on my chest, master stainless. Amazing grace, I'm gracefully aging. Without masonry, I made more paper to play with. No rap in my playlist. Sold dimes on my day shift. So can I breathe? Can I walk? Can I speak? Can I talk? Can I floss without you wanting me outline and chalk? Family gossiping, pocket watching him. Jealousy keeps blossoming. Hey, let it box me in. Cause you are not a king if you can't come out a thing that you got yourself in. Claiming nobody helping. The stupidest part of Africa produced blacks that started algebra. Proof facts. Imagine if you knew that as a child, bro. Nostalgia, how I remember things. Remember crowns, remember kings. They want your reign to cease. You a king, you will be next to me doing your own king shit, most definitely. We're so say less when I speak. Y'all extra to speak, respected by kings only, address me as chief, invested in things only a vet would, only lames run on kings, that's expected from creeps, you mad at my niggas, and any woman... So, that's King's Disease, the title track from King's Disease. There you go. And, um, his 13th album, is Yeah. Right? It's an interesting one in several ways, one being that the songs are mostly quite short. They're usually not usually this short, are they? No. So in a way, it kind of reminds me of like Earl Sweatshirt <laughs> a little bit. Oh, yeah. Like that sort of tactic rather than doing like really long albums with like really sort of long songs that he did kind of fall into for for a while, I think. Maybe that Kanye experience doing that Nazir album kind of made him think like keeping it tight might might work out better but mm -hmm. i don't know i i think it sounds more like a current day underground hip-hop album than the kind of album that you would necessarily expect from like a legend i can't imagine i know maybe jay-z would now after that 444 album maybe mm -hmm. that was a little bit more like that too but I can't imagine like that was something they would have done even five years ago okay. to do these sort of shorter albums that where the the songs don't have any hooks or mm. often or yeah and but it just totally works. I think it's such a a really good approach for Nas. Who I, I mentioned before, 
in different episodes. Does not have the best track track record of choosing beats. I think the beats on this album, mostly provided by Hit Boy, are mm. absolutely great. Mm, I think so. Too, and, yeah. And like uh, especially um my favorite was um ba -ba -ba, All Bad, track eight. The one with Anderson Park. Yeah. That beat's awesome on that. I mean yeah, like definitely though, like some really good beats. Yeah, it, it just works really, really well, I think. And it, I would say it's certainly his best album since um Fuck. <laughs> since that, if I could that, remember. That other one, yeah. Since maybe Streets Disciple or God's Son even, like Streets Disciple had, had a few great songs, but as a double album, it's not really what, what Nas needed, I guess. Yeah. But he did have a few great songs, so maybe it's still, maybe that's still probably the last really good Nas album, I think. But, mm. and I, I mean, Life is Good was good, but it, it was kind of a, a little bit more typical, I think, perhaps. So, I mean, here's Nas at this point in his life. Was he like forty six? Yeah, forty six. Yeah. yeah. Although next month he'll be forty seven, mm. and he's sort of like a godfather of rap. He is. He's younger than he's younger than uh, Jay Z, isn't he? Jay Z in his fifties, right? Those, uh, those guys, Snoop Dogg, and everyone. Yeah, I guess, I guess. so. Um, I guess Nas was really young when he started. I mean, he was a teenager. Yeah, right? Jay's fifty. Jay will be fifty one this year. Yeah. And. It, it's it really is because he was always like so like beyond his years i guess like in as far as like his wisdom mm -hmm. he obviously can be braggadocious and all that stuff it's just part of hip-hop but he was even on illmatic when he was like 19 or something he was that's already incredible. that's amazing really which i i still think is probably the greatest hip-hop album of all time and he his like the the wisdom and the knowledge and the storytelling and the way of painting like pictures verbally was just incredible at that point mm. so anyway for anybody never mind a teenager but i i just think i don't know it, it he's like this elder statesman of hip-hop now and that wisdom actually shines through as like somebody who knows exactly what he's talking about yeah and it's a really, really great thing to hear. I yeah, I mean, obviously, I, you know, I don't have the <clears throat> the background knowledge and uh, listening experience anywhere near as much as you do on hip hop and especially especially in Nas. But I know Illmatic, and I really like that. I love that album. And this, like you said, I mean, this is really uh, yeah, like it really sounds like it's from a, an artist who's been around and has a lot of wisdom has a lot to say about society and everything and the beats are awesome how that yeah they say the hooks aren't really there aren't there, songs where are, i'm like oh there are that, too that many song. hooks but sure yeah. but it just everything flows so well it's a nice thing to listen to in the evening with a drink in your hand i have to say <laughs> it's very very chilled out um that actually that song uh towards the end full circle with like his, his reunion yeah i mean group, that that the firm was it for, for for like nas fans yeah like that song it it's incredible to hear nas and like a, a z 
wrap it on the same track again. It, it's just yeah, AZ's uh, verse is awesome. Yeah, and, and Cormega's uh, on there Cormega. as well, and even like Foxy, Foxy Brown actually <laughs> yeah. actually brings some. She drops the N-, N word quite a bit in her short but verse. But she, she's really good. <laughs> like she oh, was, good, she yeah. was terrible back oh, in she? the day, as far as okay. I can remember. But she she really so brings it on this track and. Why don't we play a little bit of Full Circle? Also, I read that uh, Dre pops yeah, up on that. Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I didn't yeah. recognize his voice, but I, I read. Yeah, that, that, I had to listen out for it. Anyway, let's cool. let's give a give a bit of a sample of Full Circle. Okay. Hey boy, hey boy, hey boy, man, I need to roll up some of that Fonto you got, man. I be seeing you smoking. Yeah, how that IE weather? Tilted brim like Goldie talking. Prior listening, my prior women had no remorse. When they tried to end them, no discourse, no discussion. I'm all alone. And all the people with the big hats on went home. So what you gonna do now, Goldie? Your bottom left you. It's up to me and you, Goldie. Through introspection, you ain't Goldie, you nines. And my heart ain't cold as it was. And I go through multiple love triangles over and over enough. I talk to my boxing trainer. He's my logic explainer. Conversations through our combinations. He told me stick and move. And different rules apply to different women. Some women's in the licking women. Some women's independent. Some women want brothers who educated. Some women want business leather seats that are perforated. Some do malevolent snake shit. Yeah, you can miss me with that Peace fake game. shit. Dialogue superb, flies cars on a curb. Word when I evolved, the higher guard emerged, preserved, more subtle. Come from the stress and the struggle, young din. Ah, there we go, full circle. Yeah. And again, it is just amazing to hear these two guys on the same track again. I heard the album wasn't that good that, full, that the Dre produced Full Circle album. I love Full Circle, what's it called? Um, the Firm, sorry. Oh, the firm album was not that good, no. Yeah. But what I'm thinking of, like Nas and a- no, Asiatic, as it was short for, the classic Illmatic track, "Life's a Bitch." Oh, okay. Life's he, a bitch, and then you die. That was. Oh, he easy. was on there. Okay. He was the one doing the that. hook. I so. see. I see. It's just, yeah. I mean, and like his first couple of solo albums are really, really solid too. So cool. Definitely worth looking into, and Cormega too, I guess. Foxy Brown, not so much, but but I don't know. Maybe it might be more palatable now, in a way, because like fem- women's hip hop now is just like Cardi B and Nicki Minaj and the uh, Megan yeah. Stallion. They all look the same. They I all remember the last the time we heard a they, good hip hop album by a female artist. Like, I mean, mm. oh, I, I can. There, there's I'm been sure some, there are there's some. been some really yeah. good ones, but they're we not haven't from covered them famous. on the podcast anyway. No, there was there was that one that Apollo Brown did. A few, yeah. few weeks back with, uh, ooh, it would be really good if I could remember her name because that's quite disrespectful. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna look that up. Yeah, uh, Apollo Brown being a really, really, really good like underground producer who's got some great, great albums. But obviously, he's just a producer, so he just mm. works with different, different rappers. Okay. Um, oh yeah, he did an album a few weeks back with Shay Noir called As God Intended, which Shane Wilde, obviously being a woman, that's why I'm mentioning this, sure, uh, sure. is really good. I mean, you can tell that she loves Jay-Z and Nas and like the Wu-Tang Clan because it just sounds like she's doing them, but she's a really good lyricist. Oh, and that's cool. Certainly, if you like actual hip-hop and not just 
big giant titties bouncing around and, and <laughs> pussies dripping and needing like a beach blanket to mop up your wet ass pussy or whatever. Whap. Yeah. <laughs> then please give that album a listen because she's really, really solid and the album is it's a bit too long, but it, it's really good. Mm. It's a concept album. And even, uh, God, <laughs> I'm really bad at names these days, I noticed. Um, well, there's just so many of them out there. Yeah. And sometimes they unfortunately sound similar. <laughs> well, it's just difficult to. Little something, for one thing. Little, 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 yeah, I, I guess so. Little juice, little, little pecker. I don't know. Yeah. Pecker would be a really bad choice for <laughs> yeah. for a genre that prides itself on being boastful. Uh, <laughs> yeah, little money, big problems. Like Rhapsody, Rhapsody is is amazing. Yeah, and her, I I would put Rhapsody probably in one of the potentially top ten rappers alive. Okay. To be honest, at the moment, her Layla's Wisdom's beautiful album, Eve, last year was a great album that I, I didn't go back to, unfortunately. I wish I did when we did our top 10, because it oh, would have yeah. been a good thing. And like Dej Loaf is really good. And there are really, really good female rappers. There were, there were, they were some back then too, but they're not the kind Guess of. Guess the most of the men got more, more of the attention, didn't well, they? Well, men are always going to get more attention, or the girl the the female rappers sorry the girls the gals who like to put their titties out uh, and talk about sucking dicks and how wet their pussies are always going to get more attention than the intelligent yeah. ones actually talking about something of yeah, substance. value substance yeah. yeah yeah that's true isn't it unfortunately so, you know like back in the day jean gray was was amazing back mm. in the 90s uh, early 2000s like she was awesome but she mm. never ever got beyond that backpacker movement and right. and it, she, you know there's plenty of men in the same position too unfortunately it will always be the look how rich i am look how many people i've killed look how <laughs> many diamonds are in my mouth <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. types <clears throat> right. who will rise to the top unfortunately and sometimes yeah. that's cool and maybe that's just, where where uh, <laughs> wap comes in eh? just empowering those women empowering women, women like, you know with their wet, oh, I made, I made sure my daughter just sat and listened to WAP nonstop this weekend because I want her to feel fulfilled <laughs> and proud as a young lady growing up in this world. Just like hell, you did. <laughs> just no, it's so important. That, yeah, no, I what, must be a racist. You, you for You wouldn't not do that so. even if hell froze over, would you? I must be a racist for not thinking it's empowering and important. <laughs> God, <laughs> heaven help us all. Yeah. God turned off the feed to Earth. I think <laughs> he's got, he's onto his next project. I think. <laughs> wrote this one off as a disaster. Anyway, back to Nas. Uh, for I, I for me, if I had any issue with this album, is that I think Full Circle is so good, it should have been the last track. Oh, okay. because I think even though the album itself is not that long, it's only about thirty-eight minutes long. That's true. I, it, it feels like. The last couple of tracks after that, even though I, I think you know ten, you know ten points and the Cure and Spicy, they're all pretty good songs. Yeah, actually, I think ten points is actually uh, very good. So maybe that could have been the last track. But it kind of feels because Full Circle is so good and so powerful. I think 
they kind of feel like bonus tracks. But <laughs> also, like I felt like the the, the last line of the the song, "The Cure," could have mm. been the end of the album. What does he say again? Just a second, I'm going to find it for you. He says, "It's just how you stand like a man." It just ends on a, such a like a yeah. I mean good, that that I like. Sp- I think "Spicy" is a really fun song, but it almost sounds like you know Jay Z like switched up his flow probably okay. two albums ago, and. I like Jay Z's new flow enough. I kind of prefer his old, like reasonable doubt, era flow, obviously. Yeah. But I feel like Nas is kind of doing his flow on Spicy. But also, it kind of feels more like an ASAP Ferg song that Nas was on, and then Nas just decided to put on his album for some reason. Like it's a fun song, but it just feels like such a bonus track in the end. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Uh, I mean, it yeah. does end on like an upbeat, like sure. fun song. It's nice. It's a good song. And at 38 minutes, you can't complain it's too long or anything. But sure. it feels like there's so much more meat in the album. Like, I think Car 85 with Charlie Wilson is oh, so great. Ultra Black yeah. is amazing, yeah. I think. Um, the definition of Brucey e. B is really good, too, even though it's really short. And then just to sort of end it on, like, like just a fun, like, like everyone get together kind of bonus track remix version yeah. of a song yeah, it, it feels sense. like that would be more of a, yeah. a closer wouldn't it yeah mm. so yeah but that would be the only thing if i had any criticism the only thing i would say about this song because i i just i listened to this album over and over and over again since friday yeah i just and not not just because like we have to review it but because every time i felt like listening to something i wanted to just put this on again Sure. I really was into this. Um, so, um, which, you know, all these albums later, plenty of misfires along the way. It is so cool to see Nas, like a, a real legend, one truly one of the greatest to ever do it at this point, come out with an album this good. Super good. Very good. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, something I'm, I think I'm going to have to buy, really. I mean, yeah, I've only, I, I, I've only yeah. got one other of his albums. I mean, you actually gave it to me. I did. Illmatic. Yeah, I guess you have the deluxe edition, so you didn't that was need it. That, the one I gave you was the first oh. deluxe, like the first oh, anniversary see. edition. I have the 20th anniversary oh, edition. Oh, that's what it was. Okay. So I did not need three versions of Illmatic, so I gave <laughs> yeah. you the second one. <laughs> yeah, so. here's, here's some proper hip hop for you, Ian. You know, pop. It was really fucking awesome. I mean, yeah, I, 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 want, I want to get this. Like, I have every movie. Nas album, so I would get this anyway. Yeah. I even have Nastradamus. By, by default. And, and yeah. Nost- N- Nastradamus. Nastradamus. <laughs> Unfortunately titled. But I'd be proud to get this one. Mm. And unfortunately, it's another one of those albums where now I'm going to have to sort of force myself to stop listening to it so that I do want to actually buy it. Cause, that's that's know. interesting. That's <laughs> yeah. the problem with streaming, isn't it? It really you is. Listen, you listen to it to death. You play it to death, and then it's like, well, I don't really have to get it. Well, do that's I? the thing. It's like it's on streaming. Just play in the car and drive around for a week, listening to it yeah. on streaming, and then it's like, well, why would I buy this now? Yeah, it's like that's, that, worry, that's worrying. Actually, that that's it is though because we're very you know physical media collectors. So it's very like, much. It's like that old Seinfeld joke, that Jerry yeah. Seinfeld joke about you go to a restaurant, you, like how they should give you the bill before you eat. Because you go to a restaurant uh-huh. and you're hungry, everyone's hungry, you just start ordering everything. It's well, just order whatever you want, it would be the greatest meal of our lives. Right. And then you're full and you don't want to eat anymore, and they give you a bill for like 
three hundred dollars. It's like well, I I don't need this. <laughs> okay, I see. Makes sense. <laughs> like yeah. I, I don't want to eat any of this food. What do you, why why am I paying for this? Right. And it's kind of like that almost. Like I love this album. I'm going to play and play and play. And it's like, well, you're going to buy. It? It's like I don't need to buy that. I've played it to death now. Yeah, it's <laughs> interesting. Which is yeah. That's that's really the worry. Sad, you know. I don't think it should be like the. No, so I mean, it's nice to always nice to physically own something. It's just, as we've always said, you know, to read through the lyrics, maybe to look at, to hold it in your hand, to put it, put the CD in the tray or the car, or whatever. Yeah, like, it's mean, not the same thing. The sound quality, but that's just something we already talked about. Yeah, it's I mean, I, you know, obviously, I agree with you. It, it's. I I will say, mm. the good thing about streaming is that I probably. Well, certainly don't waste anywhere near as much money as I used to just buying something Yeah, that That's true. I might have liked for 10 minutes for some reason. Yeah. I mean, I literally used to just look at artists that I might like and listen to like three songs and go, all right, I'm buying it. So like if three songs were good enough, that's enough. Basically. That's enough and then I'd get it and you put it in and you're like, even these three songs are not that good. <laughs> what was I thinking? Yeah. That's happened well, a lot. I was like yeah. drinking at that time. Like, That's what a true. good mood I was in. I've, I've actually got loads of albums like that, even yeah. the, within the last few years. Well, so have I. And so, but like, with that sort of rock stuff we were going through, like in the 60s and 70s. We started just buying like, like every major fucking. Whoever, Kansas and shit. Like reasonably yeah. name value yeah. 60s or 70s rock just band. Buying album. It all up. Like, Cactus is an amazing example. Because I remember listening to that on Apple Music. Yeah. I think this is great. Right. Buying like some right. special version with like their first two albums. That's right. Didn't listen to it for two years. Yeah. Put it in the car last year, I think. I thought I should. That's right. Actually, it was when we started doing these lists. I think so, yeah. Right. Then whatever year it came out, I, I put it in the car. It's like, this is fucking nothing. It's nothing. <laughs> it's just whatever. It, right? It's not shit. Oh, but no. It's just it's good. It's fine. nothing. Why the hell did I spend <laughs> I like probably $15 on this piece of like waste <laughs> and I would predict now I will literally never listen to the album ever again for the rest of my life yeah it will just sit up there <laughs> on the shelf until I die yeah and my kid throws in the garbage <laughs> <laughs> that's so true though I mean you say it like that but that's that's the reality of it that's what there's it so is. many albums like that yeah. just Let's say we we're talking about our deep dives. I mean, you're always going to pop those things. I mean, right? the, never the, mind. That, that's a thing. Or yeah, super unknown or whatever it is. Our that, appetite that, for that really is the separation of greatness. But yeah. you, you got to think somewhere in the yeah. world, somebody thinks that Cactus album is better than like Siamese Dream. That's incredible. But I mean, it's a sad be, thought, but be, somebody must, must, right? Sure. And I don't mean the members or family members of the band catch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> I don't even believe their family members are thinking that's a great album. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, I have no memory of any anything on that album. I listened Nothing. to it three no times idea. back to back and I couldn't tell you a single song. Yeah. And in fact, I started checking when I stopped at the traffic lights. I was looking at the CD case, like where the bonus tracks start. Yeah. That's where I'm cutting it off. Like, I don't even need to hear these. I'm just going right back to the beginning. Yeah. I don't even care about any of these other songs on this album whatsoever. But it's even like the, the Kansas album, obviously the great, the great tracks. I bought, I bought yeah. CDs for that. But Me apart too. from that, it's like, what's the point of this album? I mean, I have <laughs> way too many CDs because of, like, I like this song or that tracks. song. There's yeah. like two songs I love. The rest yeah. of it can't be that bad. Oops. That's right. <laughs> Oops. 
but it's just pain ass putting the CD on just for those two tracks, right? Well, especially with streaming, because if I want to listen to like ah uh, okay yeah, what's that Kansas? Carry on my wayward yeah, son. Yeah, carry. If I wanted to listen to Carry on my wayward son, I'm not gonna pull out the CD. That's right. I'm just gonna put it on Apple Music. Yeah, that's so true. <laughs> just, there it is. Hey Siri, play Carry on my wayward son. And oh, then no. it would. Okay, it didn't start. Yeah. Oh, thank God, I was yeah. a bit worried. It turn might. the phone over. Siri seems extremely. If you turn the phone on over, it doesn't do it, right? It doesn't it, react. Yeah, it seems like it's very. It's got to have the screen up, pointing yeah. upwards, hasn't it? I think. Yeah. Thank God. Oh, anyway, where were we? Anyway, uh, yeah. so oh, Nas. Nas yeah. <laughs> Sorry for that massive tangent yeah. about old rock bands, <laughs> Nas fans. Uh. <laughs> I guess we're gonna go with the scores. Now, I guess the... we probably yeah. should, eh? Uh. Um, I'm I'm gonna go four point five on this. I think I will too. I yeah. mean, yeah, I I, I was four point five in my head from the beginning, to be honest. And giving it a four would just be like almost like insulting. I think the first the listen, the I was thinking, oh, this is a solid four star album. Mm. But as like I said, I listened to it about nine times. I I don't know. It was just like, well, there's really nothing wrong with it. Mm. Like. I'm not saying it, it's but not, I wouldn't say it couldn't be better. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It, like it's, it's very it, it could definitely be better. It's very, very good. It's it, great. Yeah, yeah, it's certainly one of the albums I've enjoyed listening to, like in that upper echelon for this mm. year. For this summer, it's one of the best albums. I mean, certainly. for this summer, it definitely is. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. That, I mean, so salute to you, well, Nas. Well done, Nas. Good yeah, on you, mate. Keep it going. Yeah. And so, one oh yes, one legend of one genre to kind of a very, underground uh, legend, very different of another genre. Yeah, and we saw the the, the long-awaited return of Bright Eyes. Okay, and uh, there, down in the weeds where the world once was. Jesus, that's a thank long you. Time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you had that because I was not going to remember it. Mm. Let's listen to something from that. Okay. Gotta keep on going like it ain't the end Gotta change like your life is depending on it It's a long time coming and we're taking it in What a wild ruse See the cold moon hanging like a pen in a book Too many ice cream socials with the promise we love Had to shoot all the targets at the carnival Cause you needed hard proof I read God's dead, I shed some tears for him But I swear on his grave I'll never do it again And I screamed when I realized what was happening That I had good news I'll grieve what I have lost Forgive the fire and squall How imperfect life can be Now all I can do That's uh, Dance and Sing by Bright Eyes. And uh, yeah, there we are. It's been a while since Bright Eyes dropped an album. 
Obviously, Connor over seven. No, not seven years. That's it's not right. It's been a been, while. Been a long it's been time. a while. <laughs> been a while. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is uh, yeah, the first album in nearly a decade. So. Oh really? Okay. It has been quite some time. Mm. And uh, a band I did like a lot back in the day. Never liked them as much as their friends in Cursive and The Good Life, but... Ah, uh, Cursive, yeah, of course. I did... Um, the same label, right? Record label. I so. mean, Connor Oberst and Tim Cash, I guess they I, mean, I guess they grew up together, maybe? Or they, they were certainly in, in a band together before Cursive or Bright Eyes were a thing. They were in a band called... Um, which did put out a couple albums. They were in a band called Commander Venus, which was more of like a emo punk type band. Oh yeah, okay. And uh, it, it's weird because listening to, I I always feel that like when <clears throat> Tim Tim Casher does like a more sort of subdued vocal, whether it's in the Good Life, which is more of an acoustic kind of band, or just some of the cursive stuff where he sort of talks talks things more than screams yeah i feel like him and connor sound so similar i don't know if that's like a weird nebraskan accent or something or if it's Uh, just like they really do sound similar but it was weird listening to the replacements because i think paul westerberg even though they're from uh, minnesota yeah they both kind of sound like paul westerberg quite often too from the Uh, replacements so okay but they 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 really do sound similar to me and and they weirdly they're both like i would say two of the absolute best lyricists of of their era so mm. it, there must be something good oh yeah in the awesome. water in omaha like outside of yeah will chef from ockerville river who i genuinely consider to be the greatest lyricist of all time i think they're about as good as it gets yeah, outside better, of Bob better than dinner i do yeah i, I truly do yeah and uh, I, I think his his as a tangent, sorry, but his ability to tell like an intricate story with a four minute song is almost ludicrous. Mm. And uh, I know he was talking about writing books and stuff. I mean, Tim Cash was talking about moving to L.A. and writing like screenplays. Like th- this is the level of writing that these guys are doing, which is something you just don't usually get. In, in popular music, I guess. But I, I think Connor's lyrics are still great. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Maybe a little earnest at times, a little bit hard on the sleeve. But I think with his delivery, and it's not a great voice. I know you're not really a fan of his vocals. I mean, that's that's my only... Well, it's not an issue. It's just like he, his voice doesn't move me, basically, put it, to put it simply. As beautiful his as, as incredible as his lyrics are, his voice is just like, you know, it's just there. It's just delivering the, the message, but it, it doesn't. So it doesn't so really. Because to me, I think it's literally the opposite. Okay. I think his voice is not good, but what is good about it is that it absolutely emotes and and like it's so evocative of what he's saying. Well, I mean, that's I mean, he, delivering it, the the lyrics. That's what I mean in a way. It, it's but not not it's so like, passionately maybe. So see that's what that's oh, what oh I, mean, I see that's it's what you're like, saying. I, I think it's passionate. Yeah, 
his voice emotional. works because he is delivering these lyrics okay. as passionately and as emotionally as possible with sure. all the ups and downs and like highs and lows that he's he's discussing and, and, yeah. and presenting as ideas and I think he sounds devastated on so many of these songs yeah. and it's it's something like like is he as good a singer as like was it Steve Perry in Journey? Oh yeah, is yeah. he as good? As, no. Obvious example, but could Steve Perry give these songs the same weight? No chance. Oh, it's a completely different genre, a different style. But even if you just said, "Hey, Steve, join Bright Eyes, hear the songs, <laughs> hear how they sound, do your version of them." Well, he'd be stretching out every word for like a thousand bars. As I well. mean, that, that's <laughs> what I mean. It's like it's very different. The but, interesting yeah. thing with rock music is that sure. the best is technically the best is not is almost never the best version of something yeah and i don't know I, I i guess i would rather listen to somebody who's not not a great singer but can convey like the actual emotional heft of what they're trying to say more than somebody who's like a operatic virtuoso saying nothing yeah, yeah, yeah. I get Personally, that. I, no, that, no, 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 that, no. That's, that's a that's a good that's yeah. a very good point. And I don't think these songs would work if he was yeah like a traditionally great singer either. Mm -hmm. I I don't think Chris Cornell. Maybe Chris Cornell could, but he couldn't sing like Chris Cornell usually does or did. It would be singing about like death and Jesus and shit. Jesus Christ poles. <laughs> well, I mean, that like <laughs> but yeah, I don't even like fell on black saying. days. Chris Cornell could sing these yeah. songs probably, oh, but yeah. I don't think Jesus Christ pose Chris Cornell could get anything out of these songs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So complete, I know, completely different uh, sort of star style, but uh, like vocal style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. No, but no, I, I I get it. It's yeah, but I mean, for me, like the music though is is uh, the music and the lyrics, are everything about this album. Um, yeah, I, mean, I think the production is amazing. Uh, yeah. Oh god, and, it's very very good. And uh, there's so much depth to the, the, the. There's so many layers to the music as well. So many things going on. Every time you listen to it, you hear like a new thing coming along. Yeah, like. Um, just well, obviously you got Flea doing some of the bass. The bass Flea, Flea played bass on most of this album. Most of the actually, album, I was really was surprised. Yeah, what how Flea, actually, actually, I know how Flea ended up hooking, hooking up with them. But oh, okay. so the drummer was the drummer in the Mars Volta, and Flea played yes. on the first Mars Volta album. So okay, right. He played bass on all of that mm. first album, and I think John did. John Frusciante play some guitar on that album as well. I guess so, mm. but. It's it's so weird to think that Flea at this point like this this is one of the weird things of this era I think yeah. is I feel like in the even in the nineties where you had like major rock bands and smaller rock bands they they might have been friendly with members of the bands but yep. the idea yep. that like yep. I, I I don't know like you might get like like when Stone Gossard joined Brad with Sean Smith mm. from Pigeon, mm. like it was kind of crazy. But it's not like Eddie Vedder was doing a spot on their album. Yeah, you know, that's <laughs> like, right. Like it those those two worlds never mixed. And the idea that like Flea from it's, one of the biggest yeah, bands of yeah. like all time would just yeah. be like, oh, all right, you want me to? Oh, I, I'll just I, I come just in and play a bunch how, of bass. Like, well, for one thing, how did that come about? But how did the communication come about? Like, did they send an email? It's like, oh, hey, Flea, would you mind perhaps just doing a bit of the old, the old bass on our album? <laughs> you might not know who we are, but... 
Well, I mean, like, so he, he obviously he played with like the drummer, but what did the was it the drummer's? I I, I should look up his name. It's, it sucks uh, to call him the drummer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, but I did. like, was that Connor? Like, hey, do you think you could get Flea involved here? Right. Or was that that guy? Like, you know, I could probably get Flea involved with this. Right. And then why? It was like, hey, yeah, like, call, send him a text. Hey, Flea, you want to come and do like. N- nine songs on this album I'm doing it's like okay <laughs> yeah why did that I can't find it I guess it might be on oh here we go here we go I found it uh, da, da, da. oh Queen of the Stone Age Queens of the Stone Age drummer was it John Theodore is that right okay so yeah but he was also on the Mars Volta thing ah yeah 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 with Flea yeah okay. so, oh I see yeah so that's that's kind of anyway, where that John, came from John Theodore yeah that's his name and I mean, I'm not. To be honest, like Bright Eyes was always Connor Oberst to me. I'm not really yeah. that. That like solid with exactly who is has always been involved with the band. If you know what I mean, there's, I don't know if it's the, like a rotating. Two other guys, right? I mean, there, there's Mike Mogus who who played banjo, mandolin, and pedal steel and guitar, and there's Nate Walcott who played yeah, like uh, piano and organ, trumpets. That's right. Yeah. Connor played. The guitar and keyboards and bass on on a lot of it, but I don't know. Are those always the members of the band? I guess like, they were. I'm not really I guess sure. They were. I guess they were. Yeah. yeah. Like if you look, if you look through each of the albums, I think there's names three names pop up. Well, obviously, Connor does, but the other two do too. So. I mean, this it's so weird how like how these bands are also like linked together. Like there was I know Connor was in something called Monsters of Folk okay. once, which was a Supergroup, an indie supergroup with Jim James from My Morning Jacket and Connor, I think oh. Mike Mogus from Bright Eyes and uh, M Ward was in there. Oh really? Wow. And uh, they put out a pretty so-so album. It's weird how the so-called supergroups <laughs> never actually release something. That they great. never seen. It never works right? out, right? I mean, it sounds amazing, but on never, on paper, but actually as as yeah. music, it's like, well, you know, obviously musically it's good. It, it wasn't bad. I remember. I yeah. remember being kind of excited for it when I listened to it, it was like kind of like a three and a half out of five kind of album okay. but it, it it's I, I think the reason supergroups don't exist is because usually supergroups are made up of a bunch of like alpha guys who at the reason their bands were successful in the first place that's and wow, yeah. they yeah. Al- you, you know people like that do not mix well yeah that's, that's fairly good yeah, there's fairly a reason they're, yeah. they're the leader yeah that makes sense it's like putting four, four like like three four star generals in a room and like trying imagine, to with imagine, three different yeah. ideas and Kurt Cobain like uh, Eddie Vedder and Kurt, uh, what's his name Chris Cornell say I mean it'd just be bizarre wouldn't it I mean, it would singers help, be, but, I mean but you know what I mean impossible like, like impossible so. yeah or maybe Jimmy, uh, Jerry Cantrell would be a better example Jerry Cantrell uh, say Stone Gossard and bloody uh, uh, Kurt Cobain it just wouldn't work would it somehow I think but Kurt Cobain any of those mixes it probably wouldn't work but yeah. unless he absolutely respected the like he was on Mark Lanigan's first solo album because he loved Mark Lanigan oh really he super mm. respected him I didn't know that he played guitar oh that's interesting he actually played guitar on the Lead Belly song "Where Will You Sleep Last Night," which is where Kurt was first introduced to that song oh, by okay. Mark Lanigan. Oh, and the okay. reason he planned to go in a more blues direction was because he was obsessed with Lanigan's music. Oh wow, that's yeah. interesting. 
but I don't think he had any, I know for a fact he had no respect for Pearl Jam or Eddie Vedder in particular. I can imagine that. He said they were phony and fake and he didn't, he liked them, but he didn't like any of their music. Oh, I I know he liked Soundgarden. I had no idea what he thought about Alice in Chains, but I can't imagine he loved it. Mm, Probably liked them more than Pearl Jam though, right? Probably. Yeah. I mean, fucking Lee and Steely. But yeah, I do. Yeah. Where are we going? Where are we going? Where were we? Um, oh, but oh, anyway, bright eyes. Bright eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that group of review. Yeah, God, we are really on the tangents today. <laughs> but I, don't, I mean, I, I, I always like this band. I don't think that they, they definitely have some like not great albums in their past mm, for sure. Mm, they, mm. they definitely had some experimental stuff. Where sure, there was that kind of digital well, one song. Oh, did of, they? Ah, oh, okay. One song kind of. Digitally, I think, yeah. uh, which was Digital I, Ash and a Digital Urn was not a great mm, album. I do like um, I'm Wide Awake, It's Morning. Yeah, I mean, that was the That's first the album, album of theirs that I, I really liked and and really got into. And I think Fevers and Mirrors is, is good and and a few others. Um, He's got some solo albums too, right, Connor? Most likely. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, like more recently, he was in the Better Oblivion community center oh yeah that was good band did duo I, with, did I with phoebe bridgers I, 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 did, did, I, I didn't you did okay yeah, yeah. i didn't i don't didn't end up getting there i liked i liked it very much i i, I think it's it's mm. solid it's not uh, there's a couple of great songs on it. it's not a great album but i'd be happy for them to do some more stuff mm. of course and he actually wrote co-wrote like several songs on phoebe bridgers at punisher that's album this right year. yeah 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 so which was obviously a very good album yeah do we give that a four and a half? Four and a half, yeah. Yeah. That's another one that I haven't gone back to because I still haven't bought it, and he didn't <laughs> didn't want to overplay That's, it. That's uh, bloody <laughs> COVID nineteen situation doesn't help, does it? No. With the, the shipping. Don't want to spend thirty dollars on a yeah. Japanese version of the album. Yeah. Don't want to spend an extra twenty dollars on the shipping of That's right. getting one from like the UK or whatever. So. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. How about we pop on another, yeah. another Absolutely tune? a great idea. I was idea. just thinking. Yeah. That's nice. I Break up of, this uh, bizarre tangent. <laughs> get back on track. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, well, what are you going to do? Eh? Exactly. <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> Who was that? The, the bad boys? <laughs> Maybe, yeah. <laughs> bad boys, bad boys. What are you going to do? do? Come for you. Yeah. <laughs> Go to more of a Sopranos kind of uh, what's his name? My favorite character, Paulie. Um, Paulie, yeah, but maybe that wasn't even right anyway. So, fuck it. <laughs> anyway, here's another song by Bright Eyes Underneath an awning, concentrating on the rain, hearing laughter in the stairwell. It reverberates The talking about the weekend All the plans that they have made Said it's just nice to have something To anticipate We were dressed alike Though you were one of a kind For an Smart, but so foolish with your heart 
song um i guess one of my many favorite songs on this album actually and i think it's it's definitely an album where sort of like the the melodies come out with subsequent listens and sort of like the like the little trumpet break there Mm. is just really yeah glorious i think but uh, definitely get that like a lot of these songs have very very good melodies like yeah like every time I listen to it I find new new parts yeah that I, I like think it's definitely out. an album that needs time and, and, mm. and listening and like I first noticed like I really liked this song when I was in the shower and it was just like oh that's kind of like glorious when that trumpet comes in there and like mm. but one of, one of the things I like about so many songs in this album is that the, there's a lot of melodies, I think, where it starts off kind of an obvious melody that you would expect it to go like this. Yeah. And then, like, the second half of the verse or the chorus or whatever will just sort of slightly subvert that melody a little bit in an unusual or kind of interesting way. And right. that is absolutely what I'm kind of looking for from music most of the time something just a little bit like unique or a little bit unexpected from the way the the melodies go and i just yeah i think for me this was this has been a pretty great week for new music so sure um that's that's kind of about it though i think you know the all the musicians involved and there's a hell of a lot of musicians. I wonder how here. many. I mean, there's got to be like yeah. 20 plus people working there's on this album. There's a ton of violinists. Oh, that's right. You've got violinists, you've got brass, you've got. Yeah, there's a lot of. Um, I assume keyboards and stuff in here too. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely playing great, keyboards, guitars. Flea and uh, what's his face? I yeah. <laughs> forgot his name. That drummer. The drummer. There's uh, a lot going on with these songs and. It really helps to, to mm. bring out the emotion of, of what he's singing about, I think. Mm. So. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So, let's, should we give this one a score, then? I'm going to go with a, a strong four. Yeah? Yeah. I'm going 4.5 again on this one. Oh, yeah. And uh, definitely I will be buying this whenever I start buying music again. Maybe 2022. Maybe. <laughs> 2021. <laughs> well, yeah, hopefully. hopefully. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm, I'm going to close out this review with uh, one last song from the album. Okay. And uh, that song is the very sadly titled To Death's Heart, parentheses, in three parts. Let's give that a listen. Okay.
inside the lines that you've been staying in my lane was in a sign to me i'm not to blame brown bottles of jameson gray ashes in a tray i put out got cancer sick got on a plane visited the vatican to watch the pontiff waving he said benedicite 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 on a long hot sunday gotta get out of here i can't remain limbs they hang like chandeliers from alcohol and age down in the weeds again tough to explain mattress soaked in gasoline makes iridescent flames i lay down i'll ask my love what will she say what's it like to live with me here every fucking day but she stays So that was to death's heart mm. in three parts. That's a very, uh, very moving tune. Yes, absolutely. Mm. So, from one uh, great lyricist to another, and uh, Father John Misty, also known as Joshua Tillman, blessed us with two new songs this week. That's right. And uh, the uh, unusually titled "To S." And two R. Right. So uh, let's give those, well, let's give two S a listen. <laughs> to s uh, i don't know i i just those chords yeah i want to hear father john mist fuck billy eilish i want to hear father john misty do a bond theme yeah like, i i i this this really for some reason reminds me a bit of like a bond song the way okay. that the way the 
the chord changes and the melody and the, the, the violins the strings and going yeah, on in the background. Like, I, I just... The grand kind of uh, the feel of it all. I, I just I love this I love this and uh, I really hope it's a sign of a new album to come yeah it's been like two years I think since the last album since God's Customer which God's was Customer, only yeah. a year apart from Pure Comedy so I guess we can't which was only a few years apart from uh, Honey Bear Honey, I, I Love, love you, you Honey Bear, Bear. yeah I, I, I guess compared to most of these like yeah artists that we love these days like Grizzly Bear Fleet and Fleet Foxes, Foxes War yeah. on Drugs like He's Four, the one five, six years that Radiohead, of course. Like, oh yeah, he's he's the one least deserving of uh, criticism for his release schedule. That's but right. oh, Joshua, please bless us with another album. Oh yeah, please. And of course, he, he can do no wrong. Well, indeed. So that was two S. I think we should also pop on a, a little bit of two R. All right, let's do it. than life itself indeed yeah I mean good lord let's get another album indeed <laughs> honestly I hope whoever S and R are that they appreciate these fucking beautiful songs written in their honor oh yeah but um, S and R I mean I, I just don't even know I don't know what else we. I love the like kind of little weird off like I don't know that weird little drum beat there like it's I assume the real drums I wonder if it could be like a well, he, software it could thing be, uh, Josh himself right Can I mean yeah drummer, he, right? he was a drummer by, by, yeah. by, uh, by trade mm. I mean he was never a great drummer <laughs> you think he was that good with the, the Fleet Foxes second album I, I mean I don't think he did anything bad but it wasn't like Amazing. It's not like I was ever thinking, God damn, these drums are great. Oh, I guess so, yeah. I think he was mostly there for the harmonies, to be oh, honest. Okay. And the fact that he could play drums. Mm. Okay. It's not like he was like Dave Grohl came in. I wonder in. how they met or how that worked out with uh, Robin and uh, Josh. Well, it definitely didn't work out well in the end. 
I mean, like, was it like some like audition, or was it just they were friends, or there's some connection? I don't think they were friends because they definitely did not get on in the end. Yeah, and they haven't spoken ever since. That's right. Yeah, since he left. Okay. They've never had a conversation. Despite so. jo- didn't didn't uh, Father John Misty write in some Twitter how like one song on the crack up new Fleet Fox album was really good or something like that, wasn't it? I mean, he might have done. Like, I mean, last I heard, I mean, obviously I'm not in daily contact with either of them, so it's possible that they <laughs> had some conversations <laughs> since then. But I do remember to be like on on I, Instagram, I mean, I mean, some people were asking Robin about, it and he said they he was. Mm happy for josh to be doing something he enjoys for once or which, something which it's a kind of a sarcastic yeah. thing sure, sure. but they haven't spoken since he left the band yeah i guess they had a lot of arguments when they were in the band so right. well it worked out for obviously worked out for father john uh, josh tillman anyway didn't certainly he? did his soda career i mean he certainly surpassed them as far as a famous the new identity figure. Yeah. And like, oh yeah. Like his his he is the most successful person in that band now. So yeah. It's weird. He actually has like a pretty big fan base with like the hip hop community. Really? Yeah. Like if you go like the wow. the Kanye to the message board website or like a, a several other type like Travis Scott Drake type hip hop mm. sites, Frank Ocean type fans, like you will often see Father John Misty being talked about as like the goat. Oh really? Yeah, that's really those cool. guys love Father John Misty. Respect him, like yeah. him yeah. So that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm. I mean, I, I, maybe it is partly because he just doesn't give a shit what anyone thinks. Yeah, I, I, I my the first time I ever noticed him was like there was a Pitchfork video where I think they were doing the Pitchfork Festival, Flea Foxes, and they were like interviewing them outside, and he was like ranting on and on and on about i guess the police had stopped them at some point yeah like they're all in a van and he was just like unbelievably aggressive about the police which obviously i respect but it was <laughs> bizarre to see just this like long-haired bearded guy furiously aggressive towards the police so i guess he's um uh, he's not as passive as robin is perhaps oh yeah i guess he's certainly a lot more uh uh, a lot more of a wildfire yeah. Sure. <clears throat> yeah so i guess i'd probably get on better with him <laughs> in real life but oh we'd hate if each other if you're gonna choose like a, 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 if i was gonna get drunk with either friend. of them i guess yeah, I'd, get, yeah. I'd choose josh yeah. but oh i i, I know yeah. you mean it'd be definitely some deeper more interesting conversations as well probably i mean i don't robin might I've, I've heard some of his interviews he's so bloody intelligent well he's very well read and very thoughtful oh, yeah. and like he chooses he has a great sense of humor. And Robin's very intentional. Obviously, uh, obviously he is, but too. I don't know. But it's different. Not just all about apples, singing about apples and stuff. <laughs> or like, look at me smoking next to these no smoking signs. Yeah. They, oh, An yeah, Instagram yeah. series. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. Hey, let's hey, get, let's get yeah. some new music out of Robin, too. Definitely. You guys should be like the Kanye and 50 Cent of this era or just going back and forward putting out new music feuding yeah. he's got the best album yeah. Jay-Z and Nas let's get it go. let's get it going let's do it let's get yeah. the ball rock ball, ball I like rock, rock alternative indie underground slightly Battle. rockish type of music needs uh, needs a beef yeah needs a uh, who's the best a type beefing. feud 
There you go. Need that Tupac and Biggie, Jay Z and Nas. <laughs> Without the guns, then maybe. Well, or try not to shoot. Without aggression. <laughs> try not to shoot murder each other, each other I guess. Yeah. Anyway, but hey, yeah. A couple so, of beautiful songs there. And, and nice. uh, speaking of Jay Z. Oh, we yeah. do have uh, one yeah, last more. song this week, which we thought you know it's kind of the lyricist lounge this week. We got Nas, we got Bright Eyes, we That's got right. Father John Misty, and we got Jay Z. Another. Uh, That's a very uh, lyrical focused week. Sure is, and Jay is a uh, is blessing Pharrell with a, a verse, a verse or two on his new song, Entrepreneur. Okay. <laughs> Pharrell Williams, apparently Jay Z. Although I'm, I'm not sure what point Jay pops up. He's doing in. the bit. I don't know. I don't know. Is it, uh, I don't think that's a Jay Z sample. Okay. But I think <laughs> there is. I think ah. there's another verse. I think there's another song that Pharrell put out this week. Oh really? D- yeah. Um, oh really? Let's let's give that a listen. Oh. <laughs> And I'm black, y'all, and I'm blacker than black, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm blacker than black, and I'm black, y'all. I'm blickety black, blacker than black, black, and I'm black, yo, because I'm black, and I'm black. Yo, I'm black, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm blacker than black, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm blacker than black, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm blickety black, 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 black. I guess you get the message. I don't know about you. I prefer that one. Yeah, so do I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's less obvious. <laughs> it's it's more subtle obvious. message. <laughs> I guess they're black. I don't know. I I don't mind the hook and everything. I I actually it's weird when I first listened. I thought it was pretty good, and then it was just like, hey, did you know that Pharrell was black? 
I honestly had no idea. Yeah. I mean, I you know, I get it. I get it. The best folks, thing, right? but like there, there has to be some point where the message is deeper than black man. Like right. it used to be so much deeper when it was a tribe called Quest and Boogie Down Productions and and De La Soul and Nas on Illmatic and like you know most Def and Talib Kweli and Black Star and Gangstar and Giroud the Damager like that's when you actually had some value beyond black man black man black 30, man I counted 37 man. times like yeah. I'm sorry that's not it yeah it's just not it it's it's not because it's a pro black message obviously I'm absolutely pro black oh yeah of course I just think it we this, definitely are. I so is I, this yeah. the level of discourse that we need to actually get to people now with yeah. the importance of being black or a Black Lives Matter. So it's just like sub, you know, it's just like, like, like shoving it down your throat. Beyonce yeah. putting out yeah. a Black Is King or whatever album on Disney Plus of all places. Yeah, That's yeah. Weird. What a what a power to the people message it is to put your album on Disney Plus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, like you said, I get it, I get the message, but there's not that's not a very intelligent way to do it. Let's be honest. It's just it's so shallow way. and yeah, empty, shallow. and it just—it yeah. feels like cashing in on the fact that at the moment the world is is because of the the kneeling on the neck of uh, well, yeah George Friend and and like all all kindly you know Black Lives Matter and the protests and the the riots and the the looting and all this shit that's happened all over the world and the idea of equality and po- police brutality I get it but it feels like you're literally cashing in. On something that is hot by just putting out a song with the word black, black man black That's man right. over and over again it does it does it does end up being like that unfortunately you know, right? if you Cashing give a in. shit about any of that stuff then go and listen to naz's album oh yeah like that that's a like a man intelligently putting out his position in the world mm. beyond just by the way I don't know if you realized, but I'm actually black. In case you hadn't noticed. it It's just, I don't know. That's a sad thing. I, I think the song is pleasant enough to listen to, but it's just so shallow and just obnoxiously simple and, and almost insulting. Like Yeah. So, sadly, I don't know when Jay-Z even pops up, unfortunately, speaking to great lyricists. Didn't even get a chance there. Pharrell just repeated his his hook a couple of times and then went straight into 38 black men's so <laughs> here we go as twitter loves to say for real do better yes that's right does it did you ever listen to Pharrell's albums i have a couple are they all right they're all right i think he's a he is capable of writing great songs yeah and he's an excellent producer i just remember him on uh daft punk's album yeah, which I actually love. And like that, that song he did, "Happy" from the uh, yeah, that's it. Is a yeah. great song. And yeah, yeah. The, the, the first time I heard of any of these song, "Rockstar" is great. Like, okay, you can't be me. I'm a rock star. That's yeah. a great song. And like his production is amazing. Oh, that's but, yeah, that's for sure. 
I I just would like a little bit. I mean, like I love his song, his other song with Jay Z called Frontin. Frontin, no G. Oh, that's a great song. That's a great. It gave us that great that great gif of Jay Z going like, oh, oh, okay, from the video of Frontin. And like he did a, like change clothes and go Jay Z on the black album, which is kind of a catchy pop song and stuff. And he, he did a bunch of great stuff with like Tyler the Creator recently and stuff. Tyler mm. loves him, worships him. But this to me just is not it, unfortunately. I love Pharrell. I think Pharrell's super talented. I think he's a really smart guy and really like a, a well I don't want to say well spoken, like a well read, very intelligent person who represents hip hop as a as an idea very very well but it's just so fucking Maybe just base. cashing in on it right it just feels like it. it's the just B- like BLM scene you know mm. it's it, not seen BLM situation yeah, the it's not scene. seen like it's just some fashion it's, <laughs> that's really bad you got your BLM t-shirts oh, everywhere BLM, yeah. Yeah, BML that's why you were uh, in that t-shirt today state, John I didn't I realize the, the state Yes. <laughs> so you got that cap and shirt on. Well, yeah. The Black Lives Matter hat. Got to represent. I was, yeah. I was wondering. I represent. Yeah. Represent. Represent. That's in that oh. song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Anyway. So that's that, eh? That's that. <laughs> and if we offended you, sorry. I guess. Well, no. I think I think we made our point very clear. I mean, I hope so. I mean, you know, obviously we're we not coming from a place big, of hate or anything of, like oh, exactly. that. Absolutely. Like exactly. I just. I hate. I actually hate done. that phrase. I was yeah, joking yeah. when I said it because I hate that phrase. Do better, like when somebody does something people don't like, and then do better. Like no, fuck you. But and yeah, Pharrell is certainly entitled to do whatever he wants. He's a multi-millionaire, so it's working for him. But yeah, I just think he should be aiming a little bit higher than mm. something so obvious. Yeah, in this this time of like people dying and and suffering, it's just like, hey, everyone, black man. Me too, everyone. Black man. Like, it just, me, yeah, me it too. just feels... Hashtag me too. Oh, God. <laughs> Even though I'm white. <laughs> Hashtag me too. Me too is for white I'm people. I'm sorry. Too. You're not a... Well, yeah, well, I know. But you know. Unless a film producer's ever, like, touched... <laughs> cupped your balls. <laughs> well, then... <laughs> well, it's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while. Okay. Second time. Yeah. We need that as a drop. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to... I put that in we got that soundboard mm. anyway I guess thanks for joining us again yes thank you if you're still here <laughs> we turned you off with a virul- virulent <laughs> racism um, hopefully not yeah. hopefully you see where we're coming from yep and thanks for listening again if you have any feedback questions concerns or ideas and suggestions or would like a mailing address for gifts then you uh. can reach us directly at uh, midnightwavespodcast at gmail.com yep uh, you can and find on, us on uh, twitter at twitter, uh, yeah. midnightwavecj that's it? right and instagram midnightwavespod and of course midnightwaves.podbean.com where you can yeah. leave comments Our, uh, and uh, like stuff our subscribe. website yes. I guess mm. that's right someone will presumably reply to you if we notice Yes, or our, uh, our minions working for us. Yes, our uh, 
team of 40 to Don 50 Henley. people yeah, Don Henley-esque minions who yes. work 5, 6, sometimes 7 days a week just scouring the internet making sure the Midnight Waves army stable. is taken care yeah. of yeah. yeah that's right make sure nobody's <laughs> ripping us off posting <laughs> our podcast without permission there you go gotta pay the royalties we also have YouTube don't we oh we do but the as I haven't done enough and we haven't got enough subscribers the url is incomprehensibly long youtube doesn't oh, allow shit. you to yeah. customize your url right. un yeah. until you have a certain number of subscribers which makes me not want to bother so everybody so. make sure you fucking watch that shit. if we get enough subscribers i will start doing some more content for youtube yeah. but as it is i can't be fucked fair enough <laughs> because who's gonna find it anyway not with that bizarre yeah body. it's not like we can promote Coding. it so yeah. fuck you YouTube fuck off yeah um next week though next week uh what are we doing what are we doing I think there might be some things coming up well oh we didn't mention things we've been listening to recently oh that's a good point was that a bit late for that <laughs> I guess we could pop that in if you want to quickly uh, if you've got anything you want to oh, mention shit. I don't oh okay <laughs> <laughs> oh shit yeah. I, yeah. I, I listened to the Replacements album that we did last week. I, I got that. My CD arrived, as we mentioned Which to you in the bizarre, show. Which is because mine didn't come. We That's ordered so it like within like 30, 10 minutes of each other. Mm, yeah. Fuck you, Amazon. How Japan. weird, right? It, it was, um, we did mention on air that we were ordering it there and then, and mine did come a couple of days later, and I've been listening to that in the car all week. Did I say that I've been listening to Microphones in 2020? I said last week? Maybe I did. Possibly you did. Maybe I did. Okay, forget that then. Uh, also, I've been listening to Rick Ross, thanks to you, oh, nice. Chris. Deeper Than Rap is an awesome album. Yes, it is. I've been listening to a couple of tracks off uh, Andrew, Angel Olsen's upcoming album. Oh, so that's right. Another track just came out. From when, that. when is that coming out? I believe it's, let's go to her main page, August 28th. Not too far away. Oh, so that should hit us this week then. Oh right, yeah. There so we go. that's next week. <laughs> there you go. That's right. So um, yeah, yeah. That's that's pretty good news. Yeah. All right. Anything else we yeah. got? We got. Oh, you mean upcoming stuff? Obviously. Oh, sorry. Oh, I mean, stuff I've been listening to. Yeah, by, uh, by a far. group called Idle Threat. I somehow came across a bit of a kind of emo kind of punk thing, and also uh, the Killers' new album, Imploding the Mirage. Mm. which is pretty interesting i like it i mean um a bit of a bruce springsteen yeah like, they were uh, always had a bit Heartland of a rock style yeah i guess um, they always kind very of did, there's yeah. a couple of real cheesy tracks mm, but can a few pretty good songs actually so i recommend uh, at least giving that a go um cool. a group called sao sin that my fr uh, uh friend adrian mentioned they're pretty cool but back in the early early part of the century I guess <laughs> 2003 or something yeah. and Tricky I've been listening to Tricky or oh, somehow I never really listened to much when I was a kid mm. really like uh, Maxine is it pronounced? Maxine, Maxine Quay and yeah. pre-millennium albums yeah. and actually Tricky's got a new album coming out soon coming out in September on September 4th Mm. So it might be worth giving that a listen. Mm. Who knows? But yeah. 
Could be. Could be. Anyway, yeah, that's about it. Anything well, uh, you uh, found coming? Uh, next week, of course, we got Angel Olsen, which oh, we yeah. will definitely. definitely be reviewing. So that's basically a lot of stuff he's already done, right? Most but likely, like, yeah. Without the big production. I mean, that's kind of... I, I, I like didn't love back. that album, to be honest. So I like that last album. Mm, I didn't buy it, yeah. So I would definitely like to hear some of those songs. Was the previous one called All, All Woman? Maybe. Because I actually bought that. I never really, literally never listened to it. I oh, to I mean, I, I have like a previous several albums, but... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I still don't really think she's put a great album since... Uh, oh, uh, bloody... Uh, yeah, that one. Yeah. Obviously. Don't uh, with Unfuck the World. Huh? Just a minute. Uh, Burn Your Fire for yeah, No that, Witness, that's... which is some great album. Yeah. Really love it. I did buy at least the next one or two from there, but I... Uh, yeah, that was couldn't um, say I particularly love them, but <laughs> I am kind of in pretty my, interested. Sorry, my my woman, it was called. Yeah. Okay, so. I'm pretty interested in checking out the uh, this new one. Yeah. Um, whole new mess, it's called. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, nothing else seems to be standing out. It certainly isn't. John Coltrane was that? Oh, obviously a reissue. <laughs> yeah. Let's put our new album from his grave. Through a seance. Yeah, there you go. My morning. Oh, that's okay. Physical release of The Waterfall 2 comes out if you were into that and still buy physical media. Um, Yeah, there's a lot of reissues. Oh, yeah. Not a lot of new. Well, tons of of new, but nothing that I give a shit about. It kind of makes sense at this time when it's difficult for artists to. They had two or so. That's right. Westside Gun has a new album out actually. Oh, that's which right. Is interesting. I, I, I saw something. It on could my, be uh, the Instagram. first first week where we reviewed two artists for the first for the second time. Yeah, I guess that could be interesting. Yeah, um, definitely. But I'm sure we'll find something. Actually, Bill and Ted Face the Music soundtrack comes out. I don't know what's on there. When the music, the film comes out. I mean, mm. it's coming. Well, they they're going straight to streaming with it. So okay. They've given up on the idea of a of a theatrical release. So, mm. but what have we got on this this soundtrack? We got songs from Mastodon. That's a good sign. Oh shit! Really? Something called Fiddler. Don't know what that is. Cold War Kids. Not a big fan. Big Black Delta. No idea. So, <laughs> I'm already interested now. Lamb of God. Awesome. Oh, Lamb of God. Um, Weezer. Wild Stallions. Stallions. <laughs> yeah. Oh, here's a track list. We got oh. Big Black Delta, Alec. Jesus. Oh, so I know Weezer, <laughs> Cold War Kids, Mastodon, Lamb of God, and they are Wild Stallions. <laughs> Closing out the album with two tracks there. It's probably oh. not great. Oh, you know. Rufus Lives. Rufus Lives by Mastodon could be good. Rufus. I mean, I definitely will check that out because I love Mastodon, but yeah. yeah. All right. Well, yeah. I guess we'll figure something out. But at least Angel Olsen will be there for sure. So if That's you're a fan right. of Angel, then please tune in. Tell your friends who also are fans of Angel Olsen. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> all that usual kind of shit. So uh, you got anything disgusting to finish off on this week? Uh, Taking any good shits in the woods lately? Uh, well, unfortunately, no. There's nothing I can say that will disgust our audience this week yeah 
unless you have on your something. upcoming trip will you be shitting in the wilderness I'll be probably shitting in a proper outdoor toilet yeah yeah no wilderness I'm, I'm thinking of going like on my next hiking adventure without the tent because it's such a pain in the ass oh, carrying yeah. I'll just stay in those like shitty like barns oh yeah mountain hut things do they have with a hot spring oh one, one of them anyway they have plumbing yeah nice so no no shits in the woods That's with leaves shame. and like insects up my asshole yeah yeah. <laughs> it's a shame that I started picturing that very vividly, which is very unfortunate. Now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. At least we ended on the right note. There we go. So thanks for joining us. <laughs> Thank Take you. care. Okay. Keep wearing a mask. Bye bye. Bye.